The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Hello and welcome. So this week, the instructions have been offered on mindfulness of thinking. And uh, hopefully it hasn't been too complicated. The idea always is to try to keep the instructions simple. And that's the intention today as well. But it might, what what instructions I'll give might not be understandable. So then don't worry yourself about it. Don't try to force yourself to do it or think that you're supposed to do it. And the mindfulness of thinking is uh, valuable. And what can be also helpful is not to be too involved or too focused on thinking. There are people who identify them with their th- themselves with their thinking. They are their thinking. Their thinking is them. There's no distinction between the two. And so, and some people being aware and, be, and thinking are also indistinguishable. And uh, there's a big overlap between mindfulness and thinking, but it doesn't have to be exactly the same. And so today I'd like to emphasize that which is not thinking. And, uh, and uh, of course, there's many things which are not thinking, but in relationship to thinking, there are two areas that I'd like to point out. And that is that um, beyond the edges of thinking or outside the domain of thinking, we can sense and feel and experiences. We can hear, but we don't have to think. We don't have to have discursive thinking. We don't have to have words or images in response. We can have body sensations. And we don't have to be involved in it and be thinking about it and We don't have to be identifying what it is with thoughts or images. The sensations you just be there may be unidentified, just uh, something in the field of awareness that doesn't get any more attention than that. And the question is, how how do we experience things directly without centering ourselves in the world of thinking? without it being the only lens by which we're aware. So what is it, what in our experience is not thinking? And so even when we're thinking, what is it that's not thinking here? And some of the things I've taught this week, um, the body sensations connected to thinking, they're not the thinking in terms of the words or their images or the ideas. It's sensations. The emotions themselves, in some ways, don't have to be wedded to stories and thoughts and analysis and judgment and all kinds of ways in which we think. They can be there without 
the thoughts, or we can know them without thinking. Thinking might still occur, but they're known free of the thinking, just kind of in and of themselves. So this idea of being able to change lenses or shift gears or orient ourselves to our experience so we're not experiencing it through the lens of thinking, through the and um, thinking might recede to the background, it might be there as a gentle support, it might be there sometimes helpful in a helpful way, sometimes not. But we're not oriented to it and we're not identified with it. So that's one thing. The other thing is um, there is knowing. We can know. We can know a lot of things without words, without uh, words or images that inform us what we know. So there's, I call it sub-vocal knowing. Knowing that's below the level of words, concepts, usual concepts. And in some ways that operates all the time because there's so much that we take in in the world just to navigate the world, walk around in the world, that we know without it being actively known, without it being a vocalized knowing, or without an act of identification, it's still known in some deeper place in the mind. So, for example, many of you go through a door throughout the day, open and close doors, and you might be thinking about other things, you might be involved, you might be busy with things, and there's no thinking, oh, that's a door, that's the handle, I have to touch it. All that happens uh, a little bit on automatic pilot. There's a knowing of the door, knowing where the door is, where the door handle is. But it's, it's uh, I like to call it pre-verbal. So there's a pre-verbal knowing that's enough to navigate and open the door. It doesn't have to rise up into the verbal place in the mind. So sometimes when we do mindfulness practice, we can rest in that pre-verbal knowing. And then finally, this is where maybe it gets complicated, is there can be pre-verbal knowing of that which is not thinking. The experiences we have that are not in their origination, their arising, involve thinking. Pre-verbal knowing. And this is a place of quiet, of silence, that allows for some deeper knowing, a source from deep within, that will always keep us in the present moment. That's where this lives. So, assuming a meditation posture, and gently closing your eyes, and orient yourself yourself now to whatever it might be within you, where there's a quiet or a silence. Other parts of you might be busy and loud with thoughts. There might be agitation in the body. 
But see if you can find where somewhere deep within, somewhere within, where there's a sense of stability and stillness. Maybe even a silence. And as you exhale, to relax your body, your mind, relax into that place of silence. As you inhale, perhaps the inhale begins in that place of quiet or calm or stillness within. Relaxing back to it on the exhale. And then seeing if the awareness of the present moment maybe a pre-verbal knowing can arise from this place of quiet within. As the inhale arises from that place and re- exhale returns to it, so the knowing, the awareness, the preverbal and quiet knowing that might be there side by side with verbal knowing, but orient yourself to the preverbal, the silent knowing, knowing without words or images. And let that knowing arise with the inhale, return with the exhale to that place of quiet.
what is the nature of awareness in between your thoughts? You don't use thoughts to answer the question. The question, how are you aware between your thoughts, between the end of one and the beginning of the next? beyond the edges of thoughts.
And how do you know when your knowing is without thoughts? Without thinking? The pre-verbal knowing arising from a silent peace, peaceful silence within. And then as we come to the end of the sitting, maybe you can appreciate that the full range of how we can know, full spectrum of being aware and both 
with thoughts, without thoughts, with our body and our emotions. The ability to be present and receptive for all of it, present and with all of it suffusing us. For that to happen, it helps to feel safe. If we don't feel safe, the mind will naturally orient itself in such a way to focus on how to be safe, what to be concerned about. And for a few moments in meditation, maybe we can trust feeling safe enough to not focus on anything in particular, but rather to have the full capacity for awareness to flow through us open, receptive to everything. And even if we don't feel fully safe, just feeling somewhat safe to appreciate the value of it, value of feeling safe and safety, to come to the end of this sitting and become interested in being safe for others, to support others so they can be them fully themselves by being a safe person. What a wonderful world it would be if more people felt safe in their homes, in their communities, their work, in this world. May we contribute to safety. May we support it and create and make the spreading of safety, be contagious. May our way of being safe inspire others. May all beings be happy. May all beings be safe. May all beings be peaceful. And may all beings be free. Thank you.